but she's like, this is what I want to do, and I'm bringing it. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to Dude, I Love That. I'm Liv, and today is a very special, one-of-a-kind episode. Well, actually, I guess it's not technically one of a kind because we're basically doing a redo of one I did before, but it's one of a kind because we are doing it on the third To All the Boys I've Loved Before movie. If you don't already know, I did an episode on this previously. I did basically a culmination of the first movie and the second movie and did Enneagram typings of the characters from those. But I wanted to go ahead and do one on the third movie because the more time we see with these characters, the more we see their personalities develop and really get a good handle on who they are at their core. So I wanted to come in and do a new episode. And funny thing is, I actually have different typings for these characters now, seeing them in various situations, because this movie definitely put a lot more up in the air for the characters to try and figure out and work through. And so I have some new insight for you. So if you haven't listened to that episode, definitely check out the one before and get a handle on all that. But today we are jumping into the third movie and let's hit it off with Laura Jean, because obviously she's number one. So For her, I think before, I'm not 100% certain, but I think before I might have said she was a nine. I have since changed that. And there's a lot of things floating around with her. A lot of people said she is a like self-preserving six. If you don't know what self-preserving means, there are three subtypes. There's self-preserving, social, and intimate, one-to-one, blah, blah, blah. It has a bunch of different names, but basically, depending on the subtype, the type can look completely different. So I hit on this in every single episode. So if you haven't checked it out already, go look back at my other typing episodes and I go into more detail on that. I think it was the Outer Banks episode where I really dove in on that, but definitely check it out. I explain more there. But a lot of people have said, okay, I think she's a self-preserving six. A lot of people have said nine. A lot of people have said four. That's a huge one. And then a lot of people have said two. I personally think that she is a two-wing three. And the reason I chose this this time around is because I really see how she made her decisions in this movie because she's trying to figure out, okay, I want to please, you know, Peter, my family, and myself. And I feel like, you know, she's sort of juggling all these things and twos are very much wanting to serve those around them and and be available to them and love them. But the really cool thing about this movie that I really want to point out and highlight is the fact that all of these characters are very mature. They very much make incredibly thoughtful and mature choices for their ages. Because I think a lot of times we forget how old these characters are really supposed to be. But due to the fact that Lara Jean is only, you know, 17, maybe 18, she's making some incredible decisions. And I think it's really, really cool to see that play out. And so I do want to point out that I think she's a very healthy two. I think she's a two with great boundaries. And she heavily leans on that three by being able to enforce boundaries and be independent. Yet she's very much that two who's deeply connected, who loves those around her and is motivated by love and her devotion to others. So I think that is really cool. And if anything, we saw in this movie, the two, three really come out because like I said before, in the first movie, I was like, no, I think she's more of like a nine. And then I kind of got to thinking, you know, maybe she is that six because she does seem very nervous and kind of stressed out about things. But I think all in all, twos definitely can look very six-ish sometimes. And so I think it makes a lot of sense for the two being three this time around. And then we can't have Lara Jean without Peter Kavinsky. So I actually went totally different for this one. I believe last time I said Peter might be a three, but 
I have since changed my tune and I have changed it to a nine wing eight. And the reason I chose nine wing eight was because we see Peter having to deal with a lot more conflict and things popping up that he didn't expect in this movie. And I think it's really cool to see that because he handled it so maturely and so calmly and was definitely focused on keeping the environment peaceful, which is something that nines are known for through and through. But I do want to say one thing Peter really gets right is the fact that he has great boundaries. And we see that when his dad comes back into his life and he's like, no, you screwed me over. You suck. That's it. I'm not going to give you space in my mind or heart to, you know, screw me up again. And that's what I think is so cool about the Nine Wing Eight because they're equally fierce and they're equally trying to keep peace, which is really a great balance. And furthermore, I think Peter's very responsible, which I know a lot of nines are incredibly responsible. He's very in tune with those around him. He's definitely not in sloth mode, which is the quote unquote deadly sin of the nine. And like I said before, all of these characters are very healthy for what they are. And then I think another thing we really see Peter do throughout the movie is avoid anger. You can tell that he's disappointed or feeling a little bit pinched or stressed, but he does not let anger get to him and he does not let that rule him. And I think also we see a couple times where he's like squashing that anger down or squashing frustration. And that's something that nines absolutely do, which is why I really looked at it and was like, okay, no, I think he's a nine wing eight. And the funny thing is that three that I mentioned before, uh, back in the other episode, I really think makes sense too, because when nines are healthy, they go to three and we see that come out when he's uh, playing lacrosse and doing things like that, where he's really thriving in his environment. So I think that actually all makes sense and would really make sense this time around seeing him in those more angering or frustrating situations. Okay, next up we have Jean's sidekick, Chris, and that girl, she cracks me up. She's hilarious. The funny thing about Chris is I actually chose a one-to-one subtype four wing three. And I chose this because a one-to-one four actually looks very similar to an eight. And a lot of people said she's an eight. I believe I said that she was an eight in the other episode as well. And the reason that I chose this time around a one-to-one four wing three is the fact that Yes, she does look a lot like an eight, but we see in this movie mentioned a few times, especially regarding prom, that she hates being like standard or normal or going along with what everybody else is doing. It irritates her to her core. And also one situation I want to point out, when they're doing the class trip to New York, Chris brings this ridiculous, gigantic chest instead of carry-ons because she's like, no, Dr. Covey, I don't believe in carry-ons. And this sucker is huge and they're like lugging it around and it's so funny. But you know what? She owns it. And that's what makes me think, okay, she's definitely a four. This trunk was super cool too. It had like a world map on it or something similar. It was awesome. And it definitely spoke to Chris's true nature. And I think it's so cool seeing her really embrace who she is. And she wasn't afraid to do something totally outside the box, even though it would have definitely drawn attention to her and people probably would have been like, what a weirdo, what is she doing with this gigantic chest? But she's like, no, this is what I want to do and I'm bringing it. And if that doesn't say four, I really don't know what does. But the other things that really sealed the deal for me is the fact that she's okay with being alone and independent. And we see that in her relationship. She was like, no, we're not dating anymore. You know, whatever. She's like, I got to do me. And we also hear that she's going to Costa Rica after high school. And I think that's something that really speaks to the four as well. She's cool with adventuring. She's not going to go the normal route. And that is something that I think makes her and Lara Jean's friendship so funny because I think Lara Jean actually really admires that about Chris and potentially thinks to herself, I wish I kind of had 
a little more of that courage. And that's where I think she maybe did feel a little bit more confident in saying, no, you know what? I want to go to NYU. I want to follow my own path. I want to do my own thing. And that is what I think is so cool about their friendship. And it's really, really sweet. And then let's move on to Kitty. This chick also cracks me up. One thing we did see in this movie is there's actually a full scene where Kitty kind of calls out Lara Jean and their new stepmom or soon to be stepmom at this point, Trina, tells Kitty, yes, what you said is right, but the way you said it to Lara Jean and kind of having to point out what's right isn't always the best option. You have to kind of know who you're talking to and understand the dynamics of the situation before you just like head out with, you know, a truth bomb. And that is what made me really seal the deal about her being an eight wing seven. And I believe I called her an eight or typed her as an eight in the last episode, but I don't know if I gave her a wing. So this time around, wanted to give her a seven wing because she definitely enjoys having fun. She loves to do her own thing. I think the funniest thing about her is when she was like, I'm going to wear a tux to the wedding. I'm not doing a dress, whatever, which could definitely make her seem like a four, but she's so bold and really does her own thing. And the funny thing about her is she really embraces change. In fact, she's the one causing change most of the time, right? She sent out the letters for Lara Jean. She hooked her dad up with Trina. She definitely loves change and she wants to make sure the people around her are happy, which is so sweet and such an neat thing to do. She's very much like a very sassy mother hen. It's hilarious. So I wanted to make sure I touched on the fact that I did give her a seven wing this time around. And I think the other thing that really solidifies this is back in the first movie when she and Lara Jean are talking about their first day back at school, she's like, oh my gosh, at lunch I sat with so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so and we just had so much fun and the cafeteria is huge and da 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 and she was going on and she was just having the best time which is so seven of her. All right and then to wrap this up I wanted to hit on a few more characters that I don't want to give full descriptions for because I don't feel like they really warrant them because we don't know for sure if these are their types because we didn't see a lot of them throughout the movies but Dr. Cuffy I definitely think is a nine wing eight. First of all that dude's hilarious. This time around, especially, he had some really funny one-liners, and I just, I don't know, I got such a kick out of him this time around. So did my mom, because we watched all the movies together, and she definitely thought he was hysterical this time. And Jen, I still stand by her being a three. I believe I typed her as a three last time. If not, I typed her as a two, but I typed her as a three-wing four this time. I think she's definitely more reserved than we give her credit for, and I definitely think she cares a lot about her appearance and maybe being a little bit different, but she doesn't want to highlight the fact that she wants to be different. So, so that's why I gave her a four wing. And then Trina, the new stepmom, I said that she is an eight wing nine. She seems very sure of herself, very independent, very do her own thing. And that's why I went with an eight. But unlike Kitty, I think she has a nine wing because she seems a lot more relaxed. She's just sort of like, yeah, you know, we don't need a big wedding. We'll do whatever. But if you notice that wedding looked phenomenal and she's just so cool, calm, collected and just knows what she's going to do and goes for it, which definitely feels very eight wing nine to me. And then last but not least, we have Margot. And I've always said that Margot is a one, but this time I wanted to make sure I pointed out her wing and I gave her a nine wing because she seems very just cool as a cucumber, relaxed. She's doing her thing and she's not going to let other things get in her way. She just like motors on and does her thing. So definitely one wing nine for Margot. Anyway, that is it for this episode. I really hope that you enjoyed. Definitely be sure to connect with me on Instagram at Dude I Love That Podcast and let me know what you thought of the movie. And also, if you have other types for these characters, let me know. I'd love to hear your feedback. Anyways, be sure and check back next week for a brand new episode, and I will see you then. Bye.